Music talks in different ways. Hi there, I'm Tony Reed. The instrument that you're hearing right now is called the Gu Qin. With a history of over 3,000 years, the Gu Qin is one of the oldest plucked instruments in China. Back in ancient times, playing the Gu Qin was an elite art form practiced by noblemen and scholars. Hence, the instrument has long been considered the symbol of Chinese nobility favored by the minority. Even today, for many who are thinking of picking up a traditional Chinese instrument, the Gu Qin may not always be considered first. It's much less sought after compared with other plucked instruments such as the Gu Zheng and the Pipa. But in recent years, a group of young Chinese have been dedicated to bringing the instrument to a wider audience. Founded in 2014, Zhe the Gu Qin Studio, based in Shanghai, initially started out to teach Gu Qin lessons. Over time, they've transformed into a content creator, producing music videos that are both visually and acoustically pleasing. Their creations have won millions of views on both Chinese and international websites. In this episode, Zhu Li Yue, head of the studio and also a Gu Qin enthusiast, joins our show and shares a variety of their music productions. When it comes to music creations, Ju says their first attempt was to present traditional Guqin music. It's not common to see an instrument like the Guqin that has been preserved for such a long time. Its earliest physical music score could be traced back to the Tang Dynasty more than 1,000 years ago. In addition to its long history, its excellent repertoire has also been passed down. So the priority of our creation is to present some of these gems. The piece you're hearing is a signature tune titled Flowing Water. Flowing Water is a famous representative work of the Gu Qing. It is based on the legendary friendship of the Gu Qing master Bo Ya and woodcutter Zi Qi, which many Chinese people are familiar with. According to the ancient folktale, roughly 2,000 years ago, the distinguished musician Bo Ya met a woodcutter named Zhong Zi Qi, who was able to appreciate and understand his music. For that reason, the two became bosom friends. When Zhong Zi Qi died, the musician played his last tune and broke the instrument, vowing to never play it again. According to Ju, the original tune was titled 
high mountains and flowing water, which was later divided into two separate pieces. Also, what makes this piece so important is that the version played by the late Guqing master Guan Pinghu was included in the golden record of Voyager 2 spacecraft by NASA. It's one of the songs representing human civilization that was sent to outer space and is still being played repeatedly. If aliens do exist, I guess they can get a better understanding of humans through the music. flowing water. Julie Yue used to work in the IT industry and was later captivated by the seven-string instrument. He learned to play the guqin for about three years. During that period, he met two other guqin enthusiasts, Tang Bin and Tsai Shan, who then became the founding members of the Zhe De Guqin Studio. It's been eight years since the formation of the group. Now we have over 20 people in our team. People now see us as a Chinese-style music group that focuses on traditional culture and is popular among young audience. Aside from performing traditional pieces, Ju says they've also been bringing new elements to the classics and making adaptations. On that note, let's hear Drunken Fisherman Singing at Sunset. It's adapted from a famous piece titled Fisherman's Song at Dusk. Based on the traditional Guqing piece, Tang Bing incorporated other instruments, including the bamboo flute, the plucked instruments of the Guzheng and the Ran, percussion, and a foreign instrument called the Udu drum. We transform the traditional piece into one that carries the characteristics of the modern era. 
Chu says over time, they've witnessed a gradual shift in their music with more diversity as they've been experimenting with different elements in their productions. At first, we produced Gu Qing solo pieces. Gradually, we wanted to present diverse elements by adding various instruments, such as the flute, the zither, as well as percussion. The number of instruments involved in our music is gradually increasing. Now was Drunken Fisherman singing at sunset, produced by the Zhe De Gu Qin Studio. With over 650,000 followers on YouTube, the group blazed a trail of creating a video style that quickly became viral on the internet. Their groundbreaking song titled Bird Song in Hollow Valley has gained over 2 million views on YouTube. So why don't we check it out?
Ju says video shooting came in quite handy as Tang Bing used to work as a cinematographer. It took them over a year to find a video style that best suits their music. As for video shooting, we thought a lot about how to make it more aesthetically beautiful. Camera angles and video compositions are crucial. And so is the styling of the musicians. After many attempts, we were able to produce this piece of work by inviting a team who specializes in restoring ancient Chinese clothing to help with our styling. All dressed in traditional costumes, the musicians perform their instruments against an ancient paper backdrop. Their costumes, makeup, and hairstyles all seek to reproduce the distinctive fashions of ancient China. The arrangement of musicians and the props in the frame are reminiscent of ancient Chinese paintings. In this piece, the Gu Chin is accompanied by instruments such as the Gu Zheng, the frame drum, the singing bowl, and the Western concert flute. In order to attract younger audiences, Ju says they also explore the culture that younger generations are into, such as pop music and animation. This song was originally a soundtrack from Chinese animated TV series, The Legend of Qing. It was quite popular among youngsters. We adapted the piece into a folk music version. We intended to select some popular soundtracks from TV dramas, movies, animation and games to get more young people's attention. That was Birdsong in Hollow Valley. Coming up next is an Oriental Epic 2049, a piece featuring the collaboration of traditional instruments and electric music.
它的创作背景就是，呃，我们追忆大禹治水的这个时代背景。This one was created based on the story of Yu the Great, a legendary king in ancient China, known for his fight against the flood. It depicts the natural disaster, the people's resilience, as well as the rebuilding of their homeland. The piece was completed during the COVID-19 epidemic. We wanted to share this with our audience as a kind of encouragement. It shows the attitude and determination of Chinese people in the face of disasters. Zhu believes the reason they've received so much love from viewers at home and abroad is due to the simple concept that music has no boundaries. Music itself makes it easier to break through barriers, such as culture, region and race. It's easier for people to resonate with music. Even for the foreign viewers, our content doesn't require any background knowledge for appreciation. They don't need to learn Chinese. As long as they can see and listen, they'll naturally get the music and get to know a bit of Chinese culture. Was an Oriental Epic 2049. In addition to videos, 
the group has also been active in offline concerts. Some of them were so popular that it could be pretty hard to get a ticket. 大概一四年年底还是一五年年初的时候，就做了一些小型的演出。We did some small-scale performances at the end of 2014. That was the first time we got involved in offline concerts. Then, with time, we accumulated more repertoires, and the concerts got bigger with more professional staff. Today, we are able to go on national tours. We are taking it one step at a time. In the coming months. The group has scheduled multiple concerts in Shanghai. Ju says they're also planning to hold a concert overseas this year to bring the beauty of Chinese culture to the world. And with that, we've reached the end of this episode of Music Talks. To take us out of today's show, we have Da La Bung Ba, adapted by Zhe De Gu Chin Studio. To hear more from us, be sure to find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. We hope to see you here again next time. But until then, bye for now. Thank、you.